Home Outdoors, presented by Jack's Outdoor Gear on 104.3 The Fan. If you've never been in a Jack's Outdoor Gear store, uh, you got some last-minute things you need for the 4th of July outing, just run in and look around. You're going to be amazed at what they have, and they'll take care of all your needs. Great people, too. Let's go to the phones, and then joining us from Colorado Parks and Wildlife is Travis Duncan. Good morning, Travis. Hey, good morning, Terry. How are you? You know, I'm doing well. Looks like it's going to be a beautiful start to this weekend that's been leading up to the 4th of July. And with that in mind, I know we're going to talk about some boating safety and river safety. Let's start with the rivers. Unfortunately, it hasn't been the best year for rivers with the water running so high, has it? Yeah, that's right. It has. We have had um, uh, quite a few fatalities so far on, on rivers this year in, in Colorado. We're in fact, we're ahead of the number of uh, water-related fatalities we had last year around this time um, with a total of 19 around the state. And um, so that's, that's ahead of our record year last year, which ended up being around 40. So heading into this weekend, we're really stressing whether folks are going out recreating on rivers or whether they're you know going to a, a state park and, and recreating on a reservoir. Just check the conditions ahead of time. Be aware of uh, water temperatures, and um, if you're on a vessel, if you're on a, a boat or on a paddleboard, be sh- be sure to bring and wear your life jacket. Uh, that's the number one thing we could really stress for folks that if you're going to be out recreating on the water, uh, be sure to wear wear your life jacket. Has there been any um, continuity of cause with the river fatalities? Has it been just the extraordinarily high river flows with the rain and the runoff? Has it been just anecdotal that? it happens as or has there been any particular thing that seems to have led to that or certain behavior yeah i think i think the high flows have contributed to to some of these fatalities we've seen early in the season uh certainly it's been a factor in, in some of some of these um fatalities just, just to note here Terry, that that there's no real statewide authority on water related deaths in colorado but Colorado parks and wildlife has been tracking them so we can talk about talk about where we're at in recent years so most of the time, the local authorities handle any investigations. Colorado Parks and Wildlife handles investigations on the property that we manage, and we often get asked to assist in searching for victims or evidence in other jurisdictions. But just wanted to make that clear. We, we track it, but we're not the overarching authority on water-related deaths for all of Colorado. I, I think that, you know, over when COVID hit us, a lot of people went outdoors that weren't typically outdoor people. Now, that has kind of changed back. A lot of them have returned to other activities, but we still have a lot of people taking part in activities that maybe they're not as experienced. And even if they are maybe not as experienced in the conditions we're having this year. And it's just, I think the no before you go, understand what you're getting into, make sure that you really understand it and the rivers, especially, and, you know, just be careful. We're going to get another couple weeks of these high flows, and let's not see that number go up anymore. Now, as far as the lakes and boating with the 4th of July weekend coming, there's a national initiative. I don't know if a lot of people know, but if you boat under the influence of alcohol, you're as guilty of a crime as if you were driving a car. And nationwide, there's uh, an initiative called Dry Waters. Tell us about that. Yeah, definitely, Terry. Every every year around this time, there's what's known as Operation Dry Water, and it's that national initiative that we're a part of to get folks to to be aware of boating laws of, of you know just like you said, just like you can get a, a driving under the influence, you can get a BUI, a boating under the influence, and the same laws apply. So 
you want to you want to boat saber wear your life jacket and and uh, especially you know this weekend it's a big education campaign for for us we don't have additional uh wildlife officers out enforcing boating under the influence laws as part of that campaign and just educating folks about uh, the importance of, of boating sober uh, wearing your life jacket and, and like you said knowing before you go checking out conditions um, related to you know high high water more more precipitation early in the year this year we, we do have some boat ramps that are closed due to high water levels at some reservoirs like the east boat ramp at cherry creek so if you are going boating be sure to check out you know what what the conditions are and what what ramps are open and and all of those things before you head out now as far as boating <clears throat> excuse me I know it's 4th of July coming up, and a lot of people are going to want to enjoy an adult beverage. Um, I'm not a teetotaler. I enjoy my glass of wine. But alcohol on the water affects you much and a much greater, has a much greater effect. You're already out in the hot sun. You're probably a little dehydrated. You've got the motion of the boat. All these things really add to where a lot less alcohol can impair you than you would think when you're on the water. So you really have to be careful of that. And the person driving the boat should just be a, a designated driver. You brought up something else too, Travis, and that's the fact that the high water we've got. Now, in a lot of lakes, that water's higher than it's ever been, and it's picked up debris off the shorelines. Now, whoever manages the different lakes, whether it's Parks and Wildlife or different entities, is doing their best to remove that debris and get it away, but I believe there's still some boating hazards out there, so be very, very careful when you're out there and, and understand that you may run into conditions you haven't seen before. Yep, that's a good point, Terry. That, that's something um, our, our wildlife officers, our boating officers have been stressing too, is that, yep, there is more debris in the water this year, so... So pay attention to your speed if you're out on, on the water this weekend. Uh, go a little slower. You know, just be aware that there's more more stuff in the water, more debris in the water than there may have been in years past, and you really need to be aware of, of what's out there. And the last thing I like to say going into a holiday weekend like this where we're going to have a lot of people recreating is that obviously safety should be your number one concern. We're not trying to dissuade you from getting out there. Please get out and enjoy it. But one of the things that can lead uh, to the safest outings is just understanding and then common courtesy when you have so many people recreating to respect the other people. They're all out there to have fun and you may be doing different activities, but take in mind the effect you're having on other people and let's all enjoy it together. Yep, definitely. There's a lot, a lot of folks that, um, who enjoy a lot of different recreational activities in Colorado. Uh, outdoors. It's a fantastic place to live and get outside and so Great point, Terry. Be a good neighbor. Get out there. Enjoy Colorado. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, just just practice that courtesy uh, to other, you know, whether it's on trail users or whether it's out on the water, just practice that common courtesy and be good to one another this weekend. All right, Travis. Thanks for joining us as always. Yeah, thank you, Terry. You bet. Travis Duncan from Parks and Wildlife. By the way, I don't want to forget to mention that next Saturday is Trout Fest at Coors Field. Um, Trout Unlimited is putting on this big event at Coors Field. It goes from 12 to 6. It's a free to the public. There's going to be uh, casting demonstrations, seminar talks on fly fishing. There's going to be equipment on display. 
uh, the newest fly equipment. You'll get to touch it, feel it, even try it out. And there's going to be just a, a number of activities there, and it's all free to the public till from uh, 12 to 6. And this will be in the concourse area of Coors Field. Uh, so once you get up there, they'll, I, I think there's more information you can go. In fact, there's a spot on my Facebook page. Go to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Facebook and scroll down a little bit. I've got a, an interview I did with Trout Unlimited, and I've got a, a link to more information on this. It's a great time. Now, later on, I think at 7, they're going to ha- play the fly fishing movies on the big screen. There will be a charge for that, but everything from noon to uh, to 6 is is free except the food, but the, the uh, vendors will be there so you can buy food. So next Saturday, plan on that. What a great day. We're going to take a time out, and when we come back, we're going to change things up, and we're going to talk about uh, a different kind of gear on Terry Wixom Outdoors, presented by Jack's Outdoor Gear and 104.3 The Fan.